0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to a podcast about New York sports. Sam Solo means one thing, uh, and that means that the Yankees are not good, (laughs) and that it is time for yet another Yankee State of the Union. So let's get right into it. They're a bad baseball team. Uh, There's very few, if anything, that is good right now. Uh, Looking at some numbers over, you know, different splits, seven days, 14 days, 30 days, post All-Star, it's nothing is good. Uh, the the only and I I have been I've been defending him. I feel like all year, but Gleber Torres has been our most consistent hitter by far. Uh, and he's even even just looking at his numbers, he's the numbers for him aren't even that good, and he's the most consistent. It's it's bad. I mean, you don't need to go too far into the numbers without you know Judge hasn't played since I think June third, which is approaching almost two months now i think it's a month and a half at this point and he still leads the team in home runs he still leads the team in rbis and no one is even really close right glaber torres has 14 home runs he's five away from judges 19 he he has 39 rbis rizzo's 39 rbis there that is embarrassing uh i don't want to get too much into the numbers real quick i, I would like to just off the top of my mind, you know, just say what I think about the Yankees and let's, let's just start with this last series. Um, you know, I'll get into the trade deadline in a little bit, but you go into Los Angeles and you play a, you know, the biggest star in the world, some might say in Shohei Otani and you absolutely lay an egg. Really? I mean, you, the Yankees did nothing good this entire series. Uh, they, even when Otani didn't even, they lost to the Angels yesterday, and I think Otani had four walks. He didn't, he didn't play a single factor into the offensive production other than just being on base. And they still lost, and it was, I think it was 11 walks by Yankee pitching yesterday. It's all bad. Um, you know, from top to bottom, they, obviously they need Aaron Judge back uh, if they want to make any sort of noise, um, that, that, that. Uh, more so trade deadline talk I'll get into in a few minutes. But, yeah, uh, between Anthony Volpe's you know, struggles, he got hot for a little bit. Kind of didn't really mean much. Uh, Anthony Rizzo hasn't hit a home run in since May. Uh, I think he the last time he hit a home run was, was like two days after I last went. And I feel like I haven't been there in a long time. So, uh, to Yankee Stadium, I mean. And it, it's it's bad. I, I think Rizzo might be hurt. Uh, Harrison Bader goes down yesterday after getting hit in the ribs, I believe. I think it's just a, a bone bruise, but nonetheless, you don't don't want to see that guy go down. Um Giancarlo Stanton seems to be, you know, getting a, a little bit there, I guess we can say. Uh he he's still batting under two hundred on the year. Um but over the last you know a couple days I thought he's had some some nice swings. Uh, still, you know, I'm not even want to look at the numbers because almost every number here is just is just bad. Um, the Yankees have over the last week. This is as as embarrassing as this is. The Yankees have three guys who are hitting over, or let's say four guys, including Frenchy, who had two hits or three hits yesterday. Have four guys who are hitting over 200. Inc- guys aren't hitting under 200. Jose Trevino. IKF, Stanton, Bader, Rizzo, Volpe, and now injured again, Josh Donaldson, uh, who should get the uh, Jacoby Ellsbury treatment. Just, just throwing that out there. Uh, but it's all bad. Uh, they, they put themselves in a point where we, we talked about Matt and I talked about a lot of like fringe guys and stuff uh, or fringe teams that might sell or might, uh, or might buy at the trade deadline. In, in a year where the Yankees are are far under expectations and other teams in their division are far ahead of expectations, this was kind of put-up-or-shut-up time. I guess it's still towards like the very end. Uh, the trade deadline is August 1st, but uh, they did not put up. They shut up, and their bats shut up, and I think that it's going to be reflected at the trade deadline. Uh, I, I keep getting ahead of myself, but before we get into that, the... The Yankees fire their hitting coach, bring in Sean Casey, and then proceed to have uh, an absolutely abysmal two-series uh, offensively in Colorado and in uh, Los Angeles. So, I don't know how much that really changed. I don't know how much a hitting coach even kind of does in uh, modern baseball, but so far, not not good. Uh, maybe it helped Glaber and no one else, but... Uh, even the pitching is bad. Rodon just looked miserable yesterday. Uh, really, the only bright spots in the pitching staff have been uh, Garrett Cole, who even even Garrett Cole hasn't really looked. You know, like he's looked really good, and he's he's a stud. I'm not ever going to question Garrett Cole, but even he is he's looked like a bit up and down uh, of of the last you know couple couple of his starts or last like three or four starts or so, um, but. Uh, Clark Schmidt's been okay, but then even you know our our calling card, this this world-beating bullpen. I I always talk about, and I was a lot of one of my favorite things I've ever learned in life. Even is progression and regression to the mean, um, and it's scary to think about. But the Yankees bullpen, I don't think we're, we're going to pitch to a, uh, a a a sub three or sub two five ERA the entire year, and it seems like they're they're progressing to the mean here. They, they are maybe regressing however you want to see it. Uh, But Yankees are 50 and 47. Uh, They are in dead last in the AL East. And now they, they're, they get lucky in the fact that the, the, the Rays are seem to be faltering a little bit. Um, The Red Sox just lost two of three in Oakland. Uh, And now the, the Rays play against the Orioles, the first place Orioles. And I think that it's, it's going to be, Uh, it's going to be dark times for the Yankees coming up. And I think that, you know, we see all the other rumors of judge, uh, you know, hitting on the field. He was running the bases yesterday. That was pretty cool. Nestor could be coming back, but you know, in the back of your mind, you got to think how much is this really going to help? Right? So you, even if we had judge this whole time, I'm not, I'm not really of the camp that I think that judge is the, is the reason why Anthony Rizzo hasn't been hitting or judge is the reason that, uh, you know, Giancarlo Stanton hasn't been hitting. I just think that these guys are, yeah, Judge provides protection. Sure. Obviously, you know, he helps a little bit there. And he just his natural, again, still leads the team in home runs, still leads the team in RBIs. And he missed a month plus. Embarrassing. But I, I'm starting to question some of these guys. And in the last State of the Union, uh, I brought up Anthony Rizzo because those were the beginning of his struggles. And I said that him and Giancarlo Carlos Stanton were two guys that you know they can go through their struggles, they could have their weeks, but you know at the end of the day, I, I think I trust them to figure it out. As John Carlos Stanton, I still kind of feel that way because he's a he's a postseason performer, and I don't ever want to you know reprimand him for his regular season stats when he puts up monster stats in the postseason. But Anthony Rizzo, I'm going to have to start to question a little bit because uh, he he gets a neck injury. Kind of totally throws him out of whack, loses his power. He's striking out at an abysmal rate now, um, and it's it's a hole in the lineup now. He's almost an auto out. I mean, w- the days of Anthony Rizzo being you know that vaunted three hitter or two hitter in front or behind Judge are way gone. And so, even if Judge comes back, and even if you plug Judge into an order where y- he's got no protection, what? we 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 saw what the at the end of the season last year what people were doing to judge and they were kind of making the other Yankees beat him that's what's going to happen and that's what would have been happening had Judge even been here the whole time you know we again i i said this earlier but otani got walked four times last night and i think one of them was an intentional walk it was either four or five they the Yankees made the Angels beat them and unlike the the Yankees the Angels other the ancillary guys, they stepped up to the plate, both literally and figuratively. They 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 scored what was it, seven or eight runs yesterday off Yankee pitching. Had eleven walks. Uh, they constantly on base, every inning threatening, and you just don't see that with the Yankees. It's you know I was listening to the game on the radio yesterday, and I, I get in the car. It's three nothing Angels or four nothing Angels, and the tenor of of John and Susan was like. All right, this game's a throwaway. Now let's move. Let's we're moving on to Kansas City and getting home. It's it's bad, all bad. Uh, the Carlos Rodon blowing kisses is ridiculous. Um, uh, here's the thing: if Rodon wants to do that when he's good and he's pitching well and the Yankees are playing well, I'm a fan of it. But dude, you just got here trying to make an impression on the fans. Don't be a loser like that. Really, that's that was not a good look. And kind of getting a little deeper into the weeds there, I'm never a guy to call for Aaron Boone's job. But, man, you know, you see the – I'm not putting the base running mistakes on Boone. I'm not putting uh, – I'll obviously put some of the bullpen mistakes on Boone. Uh, but you see stuff like that. And then you see, like, there's pictures of the guys in the the, the dugout smiling yesterday while being down and being, you know, two hit to a point. Yeah. Uh, and you, you look what some of these relievers have done against the Yankees, or sorry, starting pitchers have done against the Yankees, who have come in with, uh, you know, terrible numbers and just absolutely light up this Yankee lineup. There, everyone strikes out. There's no one, no one is looking to hit for singles. It's like their approach doesn't change. It's, it doesn't matter what the score is. It doesn't matter how bad the team is doing. It doesn't matter who's in the lineup, who's not out in the lineup. Every guy is is who they are regardless of the situation, and that's ass backwards. And to me, that's what falls on Boone. You know, you can fire the hitting coach, fire the pitching coach, whatever, but at the end of the day, the constant, there's only a couple constants here. That's Aaron Boone, Brian Cashman, who, look, has to come under fire a little bit after the, the construction of this roster. Um, and this is going to be a, We've seen the dark days for the Yankees. Maybe you can hold out the slightest bit of hope that they get to come home. Just had a terrible West Coast trip after the All-Star break and are going to bounce back in a big way uh, with a little bit of a home stretch here. They get the Royals. Uh, I'll tell you this. This is a... I don't want to say it's a big series per se because you know every series is a big series. But if they, if they lose this series... It's going to be, it might be fire sale on the Yankees because this is, they're not going to get it done. Uh, they've already dug themselves a deep hole. Um, They're out of the playoffs, last place in the AL East. Uh, and it's not like the, it, it, people seem to, I find that when people talk about the trade deadline and I guess this is where I'll kind of, I'll kind of get into the trade deadline a little bit, but. People talk about the trade deadline and it's like they'll look at it from like their scope. Like it's like, okay, well, if the Yankees add this person and they'll add this person, maybe shed this person, they'll be good. They'll be just as good as the Orioles or the Rays. But people seem to forget that you don't think that the Rays and the Orioles are going to be looking to add as well. Like you're not going to be competing with this Orioles team. You might be competing with an Orioles team with they just trade for Fujinami yesterday. I might have mispronounced that name Uh, starting pitcher from the Athletics. Uh, who has been good in his last twenty starts? I think he has like a, a little bit over a three ERA. Um, they bolster their starting pitching. I wouldn't be stunned to see the the Orioles get another big arm like a Dylan Cease or a Gialito. uh someone along one of the bigger starting pitchers to bolster that staff. Even one of the Met guys if those that becomes available. Um, but what I'm trying to say is people will focus so much on all right. Well, if the Yankees get better, they'll be they'll be better. Seems pretty simple, but. You gotta again, you gotta understand that other teams are looking to get better as well. This is not just the Yankees trade deadline. This is the entire league's trade deadline. So the competition, the people you're competing with, they're gonna get better as well. So that that leads me to what, what I believe is going to happen at the trade deadline for the Yankees here. They uh reports coming out yesterday that uh there seems to be some sort of like mixed feelings among among Yankee fans and the Yankee front office on what they should do. But a little bit of a tidbit that I think Ken Rosenthal shared yesterday was to get under the, so the Yankees are above the luxury tax and I think this is their multiple, maybe fourth year or so in a row that they, they are or whatever it is, but whatever, whatever the luxury tax uh, stands as, they're only $1.5 million above the highest luxury tax threshold, meaning they're still going to have to pay a luxury tax to an extent. Uh, they already will lose. I think it's something something involving uh, draft their draft pick. I think they lose like X amount of slots per uh, every time they're over, however much money they're over, or how many years they're over the luxury tax. I'm not going to get into too much of the weeds of the luxury tax because that's just boring. But all the Yankees need to do from this current payroll is shed $1.5 million somehow. To get under the highest threshold, so they won't have to deal with the highest penalty uh, if they can do that. And I honestly, you know, looking at this team, I th- I think they that's going to be their avenue. And I it's going to upset a lot of Yankee fans. But I unless they unless the Soto falls into their lap and they and the Padres do sell, or if the Yankees do shoot for the stars and trade for Otani, all these little like marginal moves, the the Bellingers, the Ian Haps. Uh, think about any of the Rockies guys, White Sox, you know, any of these these offensive bat rentals that come to mind. I'm not sure the Yankees are going to be in on them. I think that what really the Yankees are going to look to do is they're going to look to shed some salary and almost, I guess, shake it up. I guess a, a simple move, and I just boasted about him, but Gleyber Torres has been their most consistent hitter, and I, I would not be stunned at all if they move Gleyber Torres uh, for you know, either prospects to again cut some money, or maybe a young MLB-ready outfielder that can come in and try and prove himself in the Yankee outfield, like they definitely need. Um, and then that also will let Peraza, who again striking out a lot in his uh, but in his couple games here with the Yankees uh, recently. But I think you know you give him every day run, and he's definitely the talent is there. Uh, he got uh, he gets on base. I think five times in his first game up. I think he's playing with a chip on his shoulder. I, you know, the Yankees are, are notorious for, I guess, babying these prospects and maybe he feels that he's, he's falling into that mold a little bit. And now he's got to kind of try and seize his opportunity whenever he can. But uh, could they trade Glaber? Yeah. And I think it's becoming more and more, uh, you know, viable every single day. Uh, They, Looking at looking at some of the other guys in this roster, you know, I don't think you move Rizzo. Uh, DJ LeMahieu is at his lowest value. If you move him, you get pennies to the dollar. Uh, IKF, I mean, if the Yankees are truly going to, you know, just call this season what it is, maybe they can move IKF, and his value is pretty high. Maybe they can move Luis Severino. Uh, would they move Bader? Uh, I don't know. He just gets hurt again. Um, I think they really like Bader in center field. They value his defense a lot, especially with... It's going to be really tough to explain to Yankee fans how you can trade a a guy like Harrison Bader when you don't even have a left fielder, let alone uh, a a center fielder that can play even 100 games a year. But I digress. Um, So I think, you know, looking looking at the trade deadline, there's going to be... I think it's going to be fringe moves. It's either going to be... These these small marginal moves that they're either again move off money or they're going to swing for the fences. And the way the Angels are playing right now, and I think you know just some of the some of the words I hear and stuff I see coming out of their front office and reporters around them, I don't think they're going to trade Otani. You know, they're playing well. They're a good. I think they're a good team. I think they're better than the Yankees. And for them, if you have a, a roster like Trout, a roster with Otani. Among many arms to be bought here in this trade deadline, if you can bolster your rotation a little bit, uh, you know the 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 Angels could be a threat. They really could be. I think they're only really uh, maybe an arm or two away, uh, plus maybe some marginal infielder or outfielder here or there that they can they can become a, a scary lineup to face. For you don't want to see uh, a Trout, Otani, one two or two three at any point in the playoffs. For any, I don't care who the pitcher is. Um, but I, I don't think they're going to trade Otani. um, for the Padres. I, I really don't think they're going to trade Soto. Uh, maybe, you know, you should they trade Soto? I, I do think that they should, but again, they're, they're just one of those teams. That I think is just, you know, they're, they're way too talented to be in this position. Uh, I think that they're going to, uh, maybe they explore like a Josh Hader trade. Um, but Soto is, uh, he's having a great year. He's uh, still a young superstar with, I think, one more year left on his deal, uh, and obviously he would garner a huge return. Um, but uh, I just, I don't, I just don't see the moves that the Yankees can make without absolutely draining their farm system and mortgaging. I mean, just think about it. The Yankees are the Yankees are in last place, right? If you want to buy, if you're the Yankees and you want to buy, you're you're going to need to. Really, really go into the weeds of your your farm system. Buy some big names that aren't in control for you know Otani. You bring in Otani, you're gonna that's gutting a lot of your farm system, and you're not even guaranteeing that he's gonna be back after this year. That's tough. That's a tough spot to be in, and I'm not sure that the Yankees are are really in a place to to do that really. And look, if they brought in Otani, I'd be ecstatic. He's my favorite player, but. I just don't think that they're they're in a position to do that. I think they're more so set up to, again, make these marginal moves, uh, try and find value or in some expiring deals. Uh, I, I've seen some ideas floated out around trading Severino. But again, who's going to take on Severino? He's been miserable. And it's it hasn't gotten better. It hasn't even gotten incrementally better. It's actually gotten worse every time he's pitched. Um, it's a... Uh, it's nothing's good really nothing's good and it's uh it's it's bad to see I think that uh we're at it's at the point where uh you know I don't know how much of this really falls on Boone versus how much this falls on just the play overall but to me it's almost like he's kind of lost that bench or lost the locker room right you got again you got guys smiling in the dugout you got Uh, Rodon blowing the kisses, like I mentioned before. Uh, Just abysmal baseball mistakes. Frenchie Cordero getting thrown in at third base yesterday was, I mean, that was, that's Little League stuff. And a guy like Frenchie Cordero, who actually hit the piss out of the ball yesterday, he hit a line drive off the wall that I think was like 113, a rocket. Maybe he plays uh, some small role here, but... Man, this—I mean, this lot, this roster is just not good. Like looking at some of these names: Greg Allen, Frenchie Cordero, Billy McKinney, Josh Donaldson, Willie Calhoun, Jake Bauer. Jake Bowers is okay, uh, but then you know, Trevino' offensive production down, Higgy' offensive production up a little bit, but you know, we say that, and it's you're still talking about you know the two twenty, two thirty region, not even. You know, there's there's only a few guys in the Yankees who are even hitting above two fifty. Uh, it's it's really the only ones hitting over 250 in in eligible at bats, or, or qualified at bats, are Judge, Glaber Torres, and IKF. That's it. Rizzo 247, uh, with a 676 OPS, miserable. Uh, the guy, just done looking at OPS. It's it gets even worse. There's only three guys. There's only there's one guy with over an 800 OPS that's qualified and that's Aaron judge. (laughs) You're not going to win baseball games like that. The next highest with uh, at least 48 games played Jake Bowers, Jake Bowers. And then Glaber Torres, of course, who's been the only one of the, the only Yankee that's produced anything. And then the, the knock on Glaber Torres is he's been miserable on defense. Nothing is good. Uh, it's, Stanton again. Stanton has come back from injury, and they've put him in the outfield, which I've liked to see. Uh, you know, here or there, I still think Rizzo might be a little hurt, shaken up. It'd be crazy to see that come out in the off season. They need some sort of neck procedure or whatever it is. Um, Bader goes down again. I, I feel like I'm just being redundant at this point, but it's I'm like kind of just I'm at a loss. I, I don't know really what to say anymore. Uh, I I really think this is this would be a great time to sell uh, sell off some of your pieces. Uh, I wouldn't even hate trying you know kind of making a big move and moving off a a bigger contract or you know trying to, to pack, get off the Donaldson deal. Uh, you know if you can get off the Donaldson deal for this year by packaging Donaldson with a with a prospect for an MLB ready player, maybe you know someone on like a second leg or looking for a, a fresh start. Uh, Maybe that could be an avenue that, that cuts you your money, gets you your left fielder. At the cost of a prospect, that could be an avenue I, I guess they could buy. Um, would, the, would a team like the Cubs just just take a prospect and Donaldson, just to pay Donaldson and get kind of paying for a prospect, essentially, uh, for Bellinger? I, I don't know. Uh, but those are the deals that the Yankees are looking at. And, again, unless they have, like, some some you know Luke Voigt or uh you know name your reliever that the Yankees have an Ian Hamilton deal that is up their sleeve that they know will solidify this team uh I don't know man it's it's bad they said they were looking for catching upgrades which is perplexing Ben everyone thought Ben Rovet looked very good when he came up again he played he only played 5 games but he hit 286 a uh, couple walks, couple hits, a uh, couple runs. Played well. thought he looked good to, behind the plate. And then they have Austin Wells, who's one of their top prospects, who's raking in the minors. I, you know, there's just a lot of stuff that this Yankee team is doing right now that, or, or they're saying, it just doesn't make sense. Like, it's I think it all started with you know when they said they said oh, we, we believe in Donaldson and we believe that there's something in there. I don't know what game they're watching, really. It's it's not the same game as everyone else, and uh, I'm fearful that in a few weeks uh, we can be reaching some some dark days of Yankee baseball, and uh, I really don't have much more to say than that. I, I'm, I'm not going to call for Boone's job just yet, although if, if it gets to that point where the Yankees are for sure selling and do deem themselves out of it, Uh, could, could a boon firing and, and, you know, uh, interim manager for the rest of the year, kind of change the tenor on this team and hold some accountability to some guys. Yeah. You know, I, I can get behind that a little bit, but, uh, it's nothing's good. Uh, nothing is good at all. And just, just please, please beat the Royals in a series. Just look like a, look like a formidable team. That's what I'll ask. That's, that's my goal for the Yankees. So. Uh, If you've made it this far, thank you very much. You probably hear my annoying dog barking uh, in the background. Shout out Russell. Um, But thanks for listening. If you got this far, uh, I guess go Yankees. Uh, Matt and I will be on another day this week. We'll get into some football news for sure. Uh, Talk about the Mets a little bit because the Mets seem to be rebounding. Uh, Russell agrees, obviously. But as always, thank you for listening. Uh, Please follow us on all our socials and peace out.